Hey, welcome to Widow Too Soon. This is Mark Massaro. I'm here with my friend and co-host, Michelle Bader. How you doing, Michelle? How's the COVID? Oh, finally over it. Yay. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, it was uh, three weeks of quarantine between all uh, myself and our three kids that were sick. And I finally got to leave the house and it's been amazing. That's awesome. I, I went through a day of feeling horrible and then woke up the next day like a miracle had happened. I think it was totally God. <laughs> and it's great because uh, two things coming up, hosting Thanksgiving at my house um, for the first time since, let's see, the first year Luke and I were married, I hosted. I haven't hosted since then. It's a lot of years and wow. I get to do it in my new house. So I'm super excited. Nice. And then um, my friend that I've talked about, he's coming to visit on Tuesday. So it's, oh, a, exciting. it's a big week coming up. So we're yeah. doing good. And you know what it reminded me of just thinking about Luke and maybe how Lacey felt too, of that feeling of being sick and like not being able to get mm. up. And like, I had the hope of getting better, but they didn't. And, mm-hmm. and that, that was just like a, a reality that was brought to my head when I was laying in bed crying, like emotional about like, I can't get out of the house. I can't do anything. It just reminded me of where Luke was at. And it just made me like feel for him again. And, and also made me like the day I started feeling better, which was just yesterday. I was giddy, happy all day, excited, praise God. Like I'm so happy. <laughs> and like, it just was a fresh reminder that health is a gift every yeah. single day is a gift. Praise God. Yeah, that's truth. Yeah. So that's what's going on with me. What about you? Uh, well, I got my Christmas tree up. That's Yay. how I roll. <laughs> I'm excited about that. Uh, I celebrate Christmas as soon as I can. Um, but uh, on a more serious note, I've been dealing with an infection mm. that I wasn't sure whether I was going to share or not, but I like trying to be real. Um, real. I had an ingrown hair that turned into uh, something much more serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I having fever and chills and nausea and all kinds of crazy oh. stuff. And went into urgent care and they immediately sent me to the ER. And so now I'm taking antibiotics and, um, so far so good feeling much better. Um, but yeah, it's been a tough, painful week, but that's okay. Um, like you said, you know, I found it interesting because, uh, in my grief counseling session, um, my third one now, uh, I was mentioning that to him and I found it really interesting that he was able to use that infection for an analogy to me about how like you can be feeling good in a lot of areas of your life he said but god might just want to work on this one area Mm, and he's all it's kind of like an infection and when he said that it like really made it click for me so i was like maybe god allowed me to have this infection just for this reason Mm -hmm. right here but um anyways yeah so And I wanted to ask you because, um, you know, you shared with me that you went to two hospitals uh, or the ER in the urgent care that where you Mm -hmm. had been with Lacey. How, how -hmm. was that for you? Uh, it was, it was, I was in the dumps because last time I went there uh, just at the urgent care, surprisingly, because actually the harder Mm -hmm. thing that happened was at the emergency room. Um, but at the urgent care, the last time I went there a lot, I went there to get all Lacey's prescriptions and, you know, went there for many all kinds of bad news happened there. Um, but every time I've been there since I've been with my kids. And so I, you know, was kind of forced to hold it together, mm-hmm. but I was there by myself for the first time I was able actually to allow myself to feel. And, you know, it was, it was okay. It wasn't, it wasn't, uh, I don't know. I was pretty sad, honestly, but yeah. going to the ER, I was very nervous <clears throat> the whole way over there. And then I got there and it wasn't that bad, but, um, yeah, it, it definitely, it, it's always a reminder, but it's just part of our lives, you know? Right. So um, anyways, but today we have a very 
a special gift for you, the listeners. Um, we have a guest with us, Maureen <laughs> Di Bartolo. Oh, so good. <laughs> she called me out for being Italian and, and not knowing yeah. how to pronounce it. She was just teasing, <laughs> she was just teasing me. But um, so we think that you folks will, a lot of you will relate to her story much mm -hmm. more than you can ours. While it's tragic for all of us to have lost someone, um, she lost her husband in a much different way that we will let her explain, but they were married. First of all, round of applause. They were married for 43 years and he was the love of her life. And um, <laughs> so awesome. Maureen, how are you? I'm doing okay. Thank you so much for joining mm -hmm. us. We appreciate your courage you. and bravery. Thank you. So, you know, why don't you tell us a little bit about your husband and what happened if you don't mind? I don't at all. Thank you, Mark and Michelle. Sure. Um, well, I'm a 60, well, I'm 63 now, 63-year-old widow. Um, my husband died when um, just 12 days before his 61st birthday, his mm. 62nd birthday, and 14 days before our 43rd wedding anniversary. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Um, he was an avid guy for power sports. Anything power, the bigger, the better. Nice. And, he, and he could handle himself very well. He rode motocross, snowmobiles. Mm. Uh, wow. uh, we had just bought a boat. And of course, the motor wasn't big enough. So we had to have a bigger <laughs> motor put on it. <laughs> and, <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah. It I wasn't love even, that. Yeah, it wasn't even 30 days old. But um, <laughs> anyway. Kind of yeah, yeah. So, and he lived life to the fullest. He was also a musician. Oh, wow. And um, he played in worship bands, and we had the opportunity to travel somewhat. Uh, he was a bass guitarist and oh, uh, wow. an excellent one. Like, that's awesome. The Holy Spirit took over when he played. Wow. Somehow, I picture him in heaven riding a motorcycle, playing <laughs> his bass. I don't that's know how. But that's not up to me to figure out. No, um, it's not. Yeah. You know, because those were his passions and somehow with the grandkids hanging on. Yeah. And, um, you know, he was uh, he was tragically taken suddenly on July 21st. He was out yeah. um, motorcycle ride with our son-in-law and some other guys that he had never ridden with. And um, through a series of I don't know, just things that happened. Um, he had to make the choice to cross the yellow line. Um, his, his exit to the right was taken. Mm. And, um, and so he made the choice and there was uh, no car there, but unfortunately she was hidden in behind the railroad tracks and came up over the railroad tracks and hit him head on. Mm. Um, he was killed instantly. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> because I've since gotten the coroner's report and he dumped, it would have been easier to put back together again had he lived. Um, so God in his mercy took him mm. instantly into, into glory. Um, I kind of think of it like the angels were watching and they saw me like, oh shoot, he's on his way. Go get him guys. <laughs> and they grabbed him and took him up to heaven. Mm. I was home with um, our pastor's daughter and my hubby and I were honorary grandparents to mm. them. And so we were um, discussing her wedding cake as I was doing it for going to be making it for her wedding. 
and my daughter called and said, mom, there's been an accident. The granddaughters and I are on our way to get you. Dad's hurt badly. And um, so she came, took about 20 minutes. And uh, in the meantime, I grabbed my honorary granddaughter's hand and I stood up and I said, Father God, I said, we've prayed for your perfect will. And if somehow this is part of your perfect will, then I submit. I give him back to you. I don't want to, but I give him back. And I said, Satan, you will not get any glory from this. Do not think for one moment you will win in this. You won't. Wow. And I said, God will receive all the glory. Praise Jesus. And, That's um, amazing. So, yeah. So then on the way to the hospital, you know, we found out that um, her hubby, my son-in-law was injured. And so we went to that hospital thinking they would bring my husband or someone was being airlifted. And we assumed it was him. And we got there and uh, I have a nursing background and he wasn't there. So I already knew, I knew right away on the way in the car, I felt part of my heart literally just rip out. Mm. Just part of it, just leave. And you know, and they say, they'll become one. And that's what I believe, how you want to take you to the quiet room. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to the quiet room. I know what the quiet room is. Mm. And I said, you tell me here, you tell me now. And um, they told me in the quiet room and um, my daughter, bless her heart, when they told her she didn't want to believe it. And she came back out and she stood with her arms folded, staring at the nurses. And they were like, you know, it's okay. Do you want to say something? And she says, all I have to tell you is you're going to be in an awful lot of trouble when you try and tell my mom this. Right. <laughs> and she went back into her husband and um, they told me and the police came in and I had the opportunity to pray over the police officer. Wow. wow. And um, my son was an hour and a half away and he arrived and my granddaughters and, you know, so you can, you know, the scene, what it would be like, we're all very emotional. Mm. And the chaplain came in and I asked him, I said, can I please go see my son-in-law? And I went and I prayed over him. And I said, is there someone else here that's been hurt? And he said, yes. I said, please, I want to go to him too. And I went over to him wow. and prayed over him. And he kept, he kept apologizing. And there's an awful lot that had happened with it that I just cannot go into. Mm -hmm. And um, when I finished praying, he said, uh, he said, I just had delivered divorce papers to my wife. And he says, will you please pray for her? Wow. So we prayed together for them wow. for their marriage and um from that day forward it's been hard you can imagine i mean i was in shock i arrived home and people from my church were in my home you know forget about covid mm -hmm. <laughs> i think our our rules are a lot stricter than yours and yes. uh they ran our home our pastor's wife stayed with me that night and you know she says i'll sleep with you and i said no i have to get used to it mm -hmm. and wow. um spent the first night of many now alone and uh, dear friends drove up to stay with me for the week and tag teamed off with somebody else for a week and uh, we're just so loving and caring for me but through it all the scriptures that I learned as a child and I would say to young parents get the scriptures into your kids my mom and dad would pay me five dollars a week to memorize passages of scripture. Yes. And That's you can imagine cool. the heat they took. 
but that was a good <laughs> allowance, right? Because mm-hmm. they knew That's God's amazing. word is true. Mm-hmm. God's word is yeah. true. It will not return to him void. And valuable. Yes, scriptures have been flooding my mind and, uh, and clinging. I've been clinging to the word of God. Um, I started journaling in mm. the morning and at night. And I'm on my fifth journal now. And um, wow. yeah, yeah, got a lot to say. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some of it, the first ones, um, I, I had to go back and redact a lot. Um, <laughs> a lot of black marker in those ones. But, <laughs> but that was between me and the Lord. Sure. And I just needed to get it out. And uh, I guess he's been faithful. It's been hard. Yeah. Uh, the last seven years, my I have been um, off work. I had an injury and unable to work. And just in June, just the month before my hubby died, I said to him, I said, babe, I said, oh, don't understand why the Lord has blessed us with these seven years together. But I'm so grateful. Mm-hmm. And I'm scared. Mm. And um, the last six months, we talked more about death than what we had ever we talked about it with friends and uh, they came and they knew exactly that we both wanted because we discussed it. Mm-hmm. And uh, fortunately we had wills done. So all of that was easy. Um, but yeah, it's been, you know, like the memories, eh? Like today, like I told you to before I was on a Santa Claus parade float with my daughter and granddaughters. <laughs> the last time we did it, my husband did up his truck. Mm. Oh so, yeah. There was that memory. You know, it's, it's tough. It is. It's, wow, that's that's so challenging. So, okay. um, any questions? Yeah. So, gosh, what a challenge! I mean, it's so different in so many ways. And so, I'm glad. I was glad to hear you say that you guys had talked about um, what you guys would want if one of you died, um, because that was a luxury that Michelle and I had. That most people who lose their spouse suddenly. Um, sometimes they don't know. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's something that causes fights in the family. I've heard, um, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like, well, I think he wanted to be cremated. Well, I would think he wanted to be buried or whatever, you know? Um, so that's good. You guys had that too. Uh, you know, that you guys had had that conversation. So I guess a question um, I have at this point, I mean, it's just, a, it's a beautiful and sad story at the same time, because, you, you know, it's like, it's very similar to Michelle and I's experience that while we were going through tragedy, you get to see the body of Christ come to life. Mm-hmm. And it's just such an awesome thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you said it was July, that would have been 2020. Yes. So that was about three weeks before my wife died. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I remember that season of life also. Did you have a hard time having a funeral? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, he died on a Tuesday and he was cremated. But um, uh, this is where God was so good. He The accident happened about 9 p.m. And um, I never once wanted to go to the crash site. Uh, his, he had to remain there until four in the morning mm-hmm. till the coroner was done. And that's very unusual for me not to want to go. So I really believe that was the Lord. Now, my son-in-law was a former paramedic and he, um, he was on the other side of the road and had gone down in that ditch. 
and uh, he was able to get his motorcycle off of himself with a broken back and um, broken ribs, injuries to his hands and crawl up. And I've been there many times and it is a crawl. Okay. And um, crawl up and go across to my husband and uh, he was able to be with him. Wow. Uh, Yeah. The, um, I mean, he was already gone. And as a nurse, I know that because he said he still had a pulse. Well, I understand the medical side of that. He was already gone. Uh, Um, Yes. So you can still have a pulse after the fact? Yes, for a few minutes, yes. Because the oxygen in your blood is so rich. It just keeps everything going until it runs uh out. And um, so he was with my husband and he asked me all the injuries and I told him. And he says, he says, I would never have known. I would never have known. Wow. So, yeah. Mm. So that was, that, that was God in his goodness. Um, yeah, no kidding. Know, he suffers enough from what he saw. And uh, so he didn't need to have to see all the extensive injuries. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he died from a broken neck. Oh um, man. But, yeah. Wow. So That's so, so tragic. It was, it's, it's hard for me to, I always, you know, I've had a lot of people tell me that they think it would be harder. And I've mentioned this before in other episodes, they think it'd be harder to watch them slowly go. And I've told them, I don't know. I think it would be harder to have them go in an instant. Um, it's just all hard. I mean, it doesn't, it you know, it's not like any kind of competition, of course. And it's just, yeah. it's terrible for all of us. And mm-hmm. um, did you guys attend a church together? Yes. Oh yes, definitely. And so were you watching? I mean, besides, oh yeah, you did. Cause you said the pastor's wife. Um, so did you, did you have a lot of the church family, like rallying behind you and stuff like that? Definitely, definitely. And my daughter, her church as well. Um, my son being an hour and a half away, he just, they kind of just were here more and, um, yeah, we had so much food, good (laughs) grief, so much (laughs) food. But what I found was my daughter made me up little packages, right? Individuals. And I couldn't eat it. I couldn't get it down because it reminded me of the reason why I had it. Yeah. Um, wow. I remember those times. It was, mm-hmm. it was a very different, different time back then, wasn't it? I mean, yes. it, it of course mm-hmm. still yes. hurts now. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah. you know, the Lord is really faithful to heal. And it's a consistent story that Michelle and I hear is mm-hmm. that it's, you know, the Lord the Lord, mm-hmm. the Lord. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, he promises to be there with us. And those promises are definitely true. That's right. Well, you have to chase after it too, though. Sure. Um, Very true. You really do. Um, like today, you know, being on the float, being reminded of, of what was and what will never be again. Mm-hmm. Um, once it was over, I dropped the girls off at home. And then I came back to my house and I cried on the way home. And I thought, no, this is not going to work. And I went out walking and I walk and I talk with Jesus mm-hmm. and I just, I just bear it all out to him. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he is so faithful. He comes and he brings comfort. Mm. He brings peace. Is it all better? No, mm-hmm. it's never going to be all better. Yeah. Right. It's never going to be the same, but he helps you start to get into a deeper relationship with him. Sure. And, and he walks with you and you're mm-hmm. doing, you're doing what you're supposed to do. You're casting your cares upon him and right. You know, crying out to him and that's beautiful. It's mm-hmm. go ahead, Michelle. Um, 
I wanted to say, first of all, I'm very impressed with your faith and that you were in a place when your husband had passed away that you could pray for others. And mm. that is amazing that you were in that place going and praying for other people. And, um, that is beautiful that you were able to do that. And so your faith is very, very evident. I can tell you have a very deep faith mm. and I can, I can tell that has, is what has gotten you to where you are today. And so I wanted to ask you to take us back to those first, I don't know, first few weeks, first few months, like what were those like for you and how did you get through that? Cause some of our listeners might be right there in the first few weeks, first few months. And for me, that was definitely the hardest time. And so I just wanted to kind of hear your experience and how you were able to get past that. Sure. Uh, it was terrifying. Mm. Absolutely terrifying. Um, I was used to being alone somewhat because he would go off on trips with the boys and stuff, but nothing permanent. And mm -hmm. he could always call me, you know, and would mm. always call and say, Hey babe, I'm here. We arrived safe. Talk to you tomorrow, you know? Um, and I was not going to have that again. Right. Um, frightening in having to all of a sudden take care of everything in the house myself. Yes. <laughs> uh, taking the garbage out, mm -hmm. crying, yep. crying, taking the garbage out, crying, cutting the grass. Um, because I wasn't allowed to touch it because like we had a really good lawn and, and now we don't. And, uh, <laughs> and he just has to deal with that if he sees it. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, I mean, it was so evident, I think that actually I had a neighbor come over uh, probably the last cut of the season. So like beginning of November and he said, because you're doing really well, aren't you? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, you're not crying when you cut the grass anymore. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. I I'm like, you. yes, I'm doing much better. That is cute. That is much funny. better. Yeah. But I mean, the Lord, if you ask him, he will provide what you need and who you need. Mm -hmm. The Lord have come along and, and shoveled my grass. I was like, mm. I shoveled my grass, shoveled my snow all the time for me. I'm all, why are they shoveling your grass? I know. Yeah. I mean, we do things a little different in Canada. Yeah. We don't shovel grass. Um, but yeah, it shoveled my snow or even my neighbor's three little boys. The one guy's like two and a half. He's out there with his little shovel, shoveling Aww. snow. Mm. And um, that's just a testament to the, mm -hmm. to the impact my husband had on people mm, people that's just beautiful fell in love with them when they met him they just felt like they knew him for forever mm -hmm. and um and i did not mind being in his shadow not at all that's awesome wow not what a all. faithful loving and devoted wife right oh, oh he I was the that. same he that's was beautiful yeah yeah that's that's the biblical picture of marriage you know and that's awesome it's yeah. uh so i i wanted to ask you so we mentioned um you know, him passing during COVID, same with me, same with Michelle. Um, I all, I know you guys have it very strict there. Um, and I believe it still is somewhat. Is that true? Um, well, some restrictions are being lifted, but they're okay. threatening again. So we sort of figure probably by Christmas time, we'll be locked down again. That's oh, kind of the way I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. So I, I live in California. Um, and so at that time we had very, we had the strictest in the country, uh, strictest in the nation rules and all that. Um, so it was also very difficult for me. Did it add to the loneliness and confusion and darkness of that time for you being in this weird season of being locked down and all that? 
Yeah, definitely. Because it was really at the very beginning of COVID almost Mm -hmm. for us. Yeah, it was when I got serious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So people were really scared. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, I do have some very dear friends that are like, too bad. We got to die sometime. And, you know, they just rallied around me anyways. That's awesome. um, But to have to have a a funeral. That was very, very hard. They were allowing Mm -hmm. 10 people. Mm -hmm. And um, that just wasn't going to work. So we had 25 at the viewing. So it was just close family and friends. And, um, and then a couple of weeks later, we had the funeral and a very dear friend who we used to motorcycle with, I was always passenger. And uh, we would motorcycle with him. He's a pastor of a very large church in Toronto. And and he called and he says, you can have my church goes 10%, 350 people. Nice. Perfect. That's awesome. So we had it there totally within the confines of COVID and came outside and there were over 50 motorcyclists that rode up and some guys rode up from like four hours away. Um, they had met my husband 30 odd years before and heard and rode up that morning and, uh, they did a motorcycle send off for him at the end. And, uh, it was very, very beautiful, very touching. We have it all on video and, Mm. you know, that sort of thing. And, uh, so he was, he was sent off and, um, um, our eulogies, our kids and our grandkids and myself, we all record our eulogies. And this is something I would, whoops, I would recommend record your eulogies. Mm. And like, put like a video, you mean? Yes. A dear friend okay. is an IT guy and he, we sent him pictures, just dumped all the pictures. And he put, when it was me, he had pictures of Carlo and me with oh, my I love wife. it. And, uh, so then you're not all terrified if you're not good to speak in front of people Mm -hmm. and um you know you're not crying and then somebody feel like they have to run up and read your notes for you you know so it's all it's all done very nicely and uh, so we were very grateful very Mm -hmm. grateful but it was it was almost a month and so it's kind of like you know as you start to kind of get your feet a little bit under you Mm -hmm. they get pulled out again Yep. Yeah, it was the same same time frame for me. It's, uh, yeah, it was uh, almost um, it was like a month and three days or a month and four days. Yeah. So I had same boat. Yeah. Yeah, but one thing I did was I got into grief share, mm-hmm. and um, I know program. it's a U.S. thing. Yeah, did it twice, and now I'm a co-facilitator That's for great. it. And also grief walk, which is through a church in a, not my church, but through another church in my hometown, and. Um, Uh, did grief walk and then did stepping stones which is a biblical based one for widows and and now I'm co-facilitating a widow's bereavement group in that wow Wow. that's amazing so it's just you know it's like lord you have to use this for something yes um um, no is that Canada is that one Canada only Mm -hmm. okay yes it's actually just this one church Mm. okay yeah Yeah. but grief share is throughout all of Canada I I just, I love grief share. It's Mm -hmm. so biblical based. And um, I did have a grief counselor. I still have her, should I need to, um, that I talk to on a weekly basis. Uh, Probably 
August until December. Mm -hmm. So for quite a few months. Oh, I see. Okay. That's yeah. great. Yeah. And um, the one thing I did do though, was my husband had a lot of motorcycle parts. He was uh, um, a homegrown mechanic. Our garage actually oh, has, nice. has a hydraulic lift right in the floor. We have an oh, engine that's hoist. like my dream. Yeah, we have an engine <laughs> hoist from the ceiling. Oh, I've wow. Got, I think it's a 2,000 pound um, compressor in oh, my wow. basement. Oh, I have that's no awesome. idea how it got there, but it's there and it's going to have to come <laughs> out. Um, but but um, uh, I, with all these motorcycle parts, because he wanted to build another, he wanted to build a motorcycle. Mm. And uh, he had just built his own bass guitar which oh, if wow. you actually look on my Facebook page, I posted him playing it for the first time. Nice. You know, I was actually, let's see. I was on your Facebook page. Yeah, you'll be able to see it. it should be I there. wanted to remind myself how to uh, say your last name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should I put it on there phonetically then? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, so yeah. I might have to be friends with you to see it. Okay, yeah, sure. You can friend me and I'll... Respond. Okay. Um, but y'all heard thing. it. We're friends now. Yeah, we're friends <laughs> now. Michelle and I are too. Mm -hmm. um, I had a thing though, as I was selling the motorcycle parts, um, that when you bought a part, you got to hear about the Lord. Oh wow! Oh wow! So cool. So, so you know, you'd e-transfer or you actually give me cash, and I'm giving you the part, but I'm holding onto one end while you're hanging onto the other, and I'm telling you. I love it. That's really and neat. I was like, Satan, you're not getting any glory. Mm. You're not. I am you're determined. Amazing. No, God is. It's not me. It's mm. God. God and you. I would say it's <laughs> both of you. <laughs> but maybe I like that's how you from uh, that. <laughs> yeah. But maybe that's all these years of, of walking through a lot of things. Yes. And, um, building faith. Yeah, mm -hmm. your your faith is amazing. It's really inspirational, and just you're letting God turn the um, make beauty out of ashes, right. and turn your mourning to dancing, and all those good things. And I see yeah. it. You're you're doing all the the grief things and working with widows and telling people about the Lord and praying over them. And it's just it's absolutely beautiful. You you shine Christ through you. Your Christ shines oh. through you a hundred percent. I can see. Well, and it's, that's what my hope is. <laughs> yes, yes. I my love hope it. Is, yes. And yeah. were there any specific in if you can think of it right now, verses or songs or things that you know you really held on to um during this hard time? Uh one speaking of God's faithfulness. Mm. Um, anything that spoke of God's faithfulness. Now, my first four times back to church, um, I cried the whole time. I blubbered yeah. the whole service. Sure. We have a small church, like 50 people. And so everybody knows everybody and everybody saw me and that's okay. Yeah, it is. And uh, I did sit on the opposite side of the church to where my husband would have played with the worship team. So I wouldn't have to see the spot where he should have been. Right. Um, a young man is now playing that he had started to play and, uh, I heard him playing this one song and I thought, oh no, 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 no. I, I need to tell him that he needs to do this kind of riff in there and do this in there. And the Lord spoke <laughs> so, so gently to me. He just said, let him be him. Mm. <laughs> let him be yeah. him. And I was like, okay, but I really miss the good one, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but uh, he's doing an excellent job. He is. And uh, 
Yes. Yeah, so verses like, um, you know, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Yeah, that is so Absolutely. true. Uh, Psalm 139, 16, you know, where he talks about how he knew us before we were formed mm-hmm. and that our days, he knows our days. Mm-hmm. So while this was a shock to me and everybody else, it was not a shock to God. He was not at all surprised. Right. Not at all surprised. Yeah, we actually talk about that a lot. And we we did an episode. I'm not sure if you've heard it yet, but it's called um, You Were Chosen. Oh, no, I haven't. And uh, Michelle, actually, it was her. That was a Michelle episode, if you will. <laughs> um, it was her idea for the title. And it was it was one of the first things that Michelle said to me when we met. Mm-hmm. Um, she hadn't seen me yet or whatever. I don't remember how it went down. I posted a I post I made a post in a widow's group. And she replied and said, God put you on my heart in church today and said, I want you to go home and tell him that I'm proud of him and that I chose him. Mm. And it just really spoke to my soul. And Mm it, it really caught me like, it it really hit me deep. Like, yeah, like God knew, Mm -hmm. God knew that there wasn't anybody out there that would have been better to walk down that road with her than me. And Mm -hmm. um, so it's like, um, that's one of our most popular episodes, I think, too, yeah. is you were chosen because I'm sure a lot of people want to be like chosen. Right. How was I chosen yeah. for this? But, you know, it's but look at what you're doing with it. Look at what you are doing with tragedy. You're I mean, we've just met you for the first time. We're just hearing your story for the first time. And I'm inspired. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it draws me closer to God because I'm mm-hmm. like, man, you are faithful across the board. And even though we've, you know, been through these heartbreaking situations, still, when you think about it, like I often talk about, talk about, excuse me, is that like, even though we've gone through these tough things compared to eternity, it doesn't really matter because, you know, Michelle has mentioned the uh, picture of it's, it's called the painting. It's called the first day in heaven. Mm-hmm. And it just shows this girl with her arms just wrapped around Jesus and like the biggest smile in the world. And it just, it makes you realize like, yeah, like that's our real, that's what we're all, we're, we're all waiting for. And mm-hmm. um, so it's just beautiful what you've done, you know, what the, the spirit has allowed you to feel through this very mm-hmm. troubling time. And it's a testimony that nobody could replicate. Um mm-hmm except you in this situation, Mm -hmm. you know, nobody can replicate this story except you. And so it's, it's really, um, I just thank you. I thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. It's, it's so powerful. And, um, you know, I just, I'm, I'm grateful because like I said, in the beginning, not a lot of people, um, can relate to Michelle and I's story that listen, and we do have 4% of our listeners that are in Canada. So maybe (laughs) she's probably part of them. I, ha- I have to comment that um, even had I not known you were from Canada, I could tell by the way you say out. We had to take the trash cans out. <laughs> do you do you hear it yourself? Yes. Like, well, yeah. sometimes, sometimes. Um, I, at least I haven't said a 
Yet. Hey, take hey. off me. Yeah, yeah. Um, glad you haven't called me a hoser either. I don't know if that's. Oh like... gosh, no, we don't even say that. That was like oh. so back in the seventies. Oh, oh, was it? Okay. <laughs> you can tell I've seen the movie Strange Brew, and that's yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that's well, you about know, uh, all I know that from. Michelle had asked me something about like at the very beginning, um, and I remember one day crying out to God, pounding on the floor. Why mm. do you need me this broken? Mm. I am useless, this broken. I don't mm. like it. I don't want to be here. And um, we had a vacation in Florida a few times and attended a church there. And I happened to turn on, later on, I turned on the TV, YouTube, and I was looking for them. And the pastor was preaching and his assistant, his associate came up and said, I've got a word. And I... Uh, he gave his word and it was basically paraphrased. He said, uh, he says, you are asking God, why does he need you to be this broken? You're feeling useless, wow. this broken. He says he would have, you know, every one of those broken pieces that is crying out is going to reach another broken person. Mm. Mm. It's beautiful. And I was wow. like, Lord, like I'm here in Canada and he's in Florida. Wow. That's amazing. And here you have spoke through him. And I, I did get in touch with him and, you know, let him know. Oh, um, wow. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important that way. If you give a word that if it is for you, yeah. that if you receive a word, if it is for you, that you let the person know. Um, yes. Yeah, so it was just, God has just been so faithful as I've cried out to him and called out to him. Do I always feel him? No. Did I feel him at the very beginning? Nope. Nope. But his word is true. He's not a man, so he can't lie. And his word is true. Mm -hmm. says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And what I've since learned is grief is so all-encompassing. It numbs everything. Mm -hmm. And it even numbs the presence of the Lord until he starts. Wow. To you. Wow. Never That's really that. true. Wow. <laughs> so you have to hold on to what you know is the truth. Yeah, it's almost yeah, wow. That's beautiful because it's almost it like he it's like he could just tell you, no, I was there. You were just in too much pain to feel it. Yeah. And exactly. uh wow, that's an, that's pretty neat. I never thought about that. It's 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 wild though. It's it's how consistent um that we hear this story that God is just there for us in, in miraculous ways. And hearing that the guy in Florida saying that to you is That's like so really cool. incredible. Yeah. We've had Michelle and I have had our own experiences like that for sure. And um, the one that stands out to me the most is I, in the, in one of the hardest seasons I've ever been through in life um, you know, I'm in this particular time with my wife and uh, I asked for a friend if I could just go outside and pray for a minute when she was dropping off some groceries and, um, I didn't have a lot of time. And so I would just read the, on my app on the phone, it has the, like the verse of the day. Right. And I would often ask God at that time to speak to me through that verse of the day. And I was just pleading with him and praying and telling him how impossible I just kept saying it over and over. God, this is impossible. Like I can't do this. This is so impossible. And, um, I said, I have to go back in, please speak something through me through the verse of the day. And I open up my app 
And there it says, and Jesus looked at them intently and he said, you're right with man, this is impossible, Mm -hmm. but with God, all things are possible. And that one little moment in time in my life, in my 41, almost 42 years, that little three minutes of time was one of the most significant moments of my life. And um, it's just interesting how he can just take it just it's testimony to what you were saying earlier about um, how powerful the scriptures are mm-hmm. that and it's just uh, it's it's very inspiring to see God work in these little seemingly insignificant people are you know all of us compared to like God of the universe Mm-hmm. but that he cares. He cares about each one of us mm-hmm. individually and loves us in a way that we can't even comprehend. And um, yeah, it's just, it's really beautiful, but I, I'm so, I'm so sorry for the loss. You still probably feel on a daily basis. You know, yeah. there's so many reminders all around us and um, but just want to encourage you to keep doing what you're doing. Cause as two strangers who had never heard your story before mm-hmm. telling it to potentially thousands of people right now, that what you're doing and the way, just in the way that you speak about God is very, mm-hmm. very powerful. Yes. Especially to non-believers, because if they see your heart and they mm-hmm. see, if they hear your testimony, it's just very powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're the light that you shine, like Michelle mentioned. So um, yeah, I just wanted to encourage you that mm-hmm. it's, it's, you. it's a beautiful, beautiful faith. It's you have. very beautiful. So Marina, if you had to leave some advice for a new widow, let's say someone less than a year, what would your piece of advice be for them? Um, less than a year. I'm only 16 months tomorrow. <laughs> so, right, you, you're you you're have, a veteran uh, now. We're <laughs> veterans over a year now. Yeah, so. over a year, we're a veteran. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Um, hold on to God. Perfect. Cry out to him. Cry out to him. He will answer you. Maybe not in the way you expect and not in the places that you expect, but Mm. he is compassionate. He's moved with our infirmities. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, Jesus wept. Yeah. Right. Jesus wept, not because Lazarus had died because he knew he was going to raise Lazarus from the dead, but because of his friends, Mary and Martha, mm-hmm. were so grieved. He felt their grief and with the compassion, he wept for them. Yeah. And uh, he weeps for us yeah. and uh, we can trust him. It's good. Trust him. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. That's amazing advice. Thank you. Yeah. Well, this has been so wonderful to hear your story and just see your faith in action. And again, thank you for being willing. I know it's hard to talk about, but you're letting God use your story. And that's so beautiful. So thank you again for being here. Mark, would you like to um, pray for us? Sure. All right. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for providing another testimony of Mm -hmm. your goodness, of your love and faithfulness. Um, We thank you so much for the courage that you've given Maureen Mm -hmm. to do this because I'm sure a lot of people listening um, can relate to what she's going through. And I just pray that for those people that they would hear this story and that it would lift them up to know that other people have been through it. 
um, mm -hmm. also, and um, just to give them strength and courage and peace. Your peace is what we all ask for and we all look for um, as we walk our days on this earth. And if we can just have your peace, we'll be so grateful. Um, thank you. Thank you for the blood of Christ that um, just allows us to even communicate with you. You're such a beautiful, loving, and precious God, and we appreciate you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, thanks, um, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate it. If you liked this episode, if you want to give us a little bing, five stars on Apple Podcasts, um, leave a little review if you'd like to. You can email us. We're always looking for more guests. Uh, it's so wonderful to hear um, everyone's story. You can email us at widowedtosoonm at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook or Instagram, all the places. Also, you can check out our YouTube channel if you want to see our faces. And thanks for being here, Maureen. It was awesome to have you. And we look forward to seeing you guys again next week. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks, God bless. Bye.